The real truth is it was Patricia Lopez's idea from the Star Tribune editorial board to play William Shatner bumper music all <laughs> afternoon long. Pat, come clean. You, you wanted to hear the song expertise of Bill Shatner, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell the difference, John Rash, between Shatner and Bowie right here. Can you? I can, <laughs> um, but uh, it's remarkable the career that William Shatner had over a relatively short-lived Star Trek series. He lived yes. on decades yeah. and generations later, but the original was only about a season and a half, and NBC canceled it due it's to crazy. low ratings, and its afterlife has been extraordinary. Well, let, why don't we start there? I just want to know who has the con right now. What was that? I just want to know who has the con right now. Yeah, exactly. So why don't we start there? I meant to I meant to get to local politics, but so we have this amazing story again with Blue Origin. This is the Jeff Bezos project. This is why we're playing Shatner today because Shatner joined other mm-hmm. folks uh, in another brief sp- uh, space mission. I watched it. It's stunning. Um, it's it's seemingly that is our dual path, Pat, where NASA is going to be a part of this. Uh, so there still will be the government side, but it's the private enterprise. Where do you think we're headed? Uh, as divisive as our politics are at seemingly every level, at the national level, at the state level, at the local level, on these areas of big major projects and getting things done where the government and private entities are challenging each other, like what's taking place on, on this space pursuit. Actually, John, how about you? You know, I think certainly components of it, as Patricia just said, can be quite healthy. I think competition between corporations involved in this and competition and cooperation between the government and corporations can be uh, quite productive as well. The key difference, of course, is what means you know they bring to it and. What is the objective? NASA has a distinctly different objective, and as indicated by the type of astronauts that they send into space, Blue Origin and the other fledgling space operations seemingly have a for-profit origin, and seemingly with the people they bring into space, William Shatner most notably today, and are looking into space tourism. So, you know, if it advances the capacity for space exploration, I think that it's great, but I certainly think that there's still a role for the federal government to be involved as well. Yeah, but Let's I think talk. this is an indication of how mainstream it's becoming. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Let, let's talk about what, what you folks with the editorial board have been offering up on the uh, Minneapolis side with the election just weeks away with endorsements in the mayor race, the, the charter amendments, and mm-hmm. and so far some of the council members. John, I'll start with you. Tell, kind of tell us how you've arrived at those decisions and what your kind of theme is so far on the candidates, who you think, who the editorial board thinks should leave Minneapolis for the next couple of years. Well, the process is quite similar to previous years in that we are willing to speak to every candidate. We do our own research into what he or she has done in office or out of office and 
we come together as an editorial board and discuss the overall merits of that individual or the ballot initiatives as we weighed in on as well. And then we um, have an editorial writer on behalf of the board write the editorial endorsing an idea, if it's a ballot initiative or an individual, if it's a candidate. The difference, of course, this year is they have taken place over Zoom because of the pandemic and every candidate seemingly has been fine with that. The themes are those that are resonating throughout the city is the balance for the need for reform of the police department in the wake of the murder of George Floyd and other incidents and the spiraling crime that has gripped the city. And I would say cities at this point, especially after what happened in St. Paul on Saturday night, Sunday morning, and what uh, list of council candidates and mayoral candidates are best adept at striking that balance. How about you, Pat? Well, I think, um, you know, on the charter amendments, it's very clear that um, we think that uh, Minneapolis needs a strong mayor system akin to most other cities its size. The one that we have, um, this particular strong council um, governance, is not really found um, anywhere else that, uh, that we've been able to find. And it has not proved effective for the city. Um, it's, it's very dysfunctional. You know, you've got 13 people trying to decide the details of everything. Um, they need to do policy and leave the details of management to an administration. Uh, and I, I think we are looking for council members that are willing to, um, you know, to work along those lines. And then for police, it's, you know, it's quite simple. We think that there need to be, you know, additional police, but some very serious reforms that, you know, that this amendment, frankly, would not accomplish. Um, and that is our chief um, struggle with it, is that it's, it's kind of reform in name only. It wouldn't, um, it wouldn't really achieve, I think, what most people would like to see happen, which is lasting reforms that affect the culture um, of the Minneapolis Police Department. So let me stay with that, Pat, because I've interviewed a number of folks on this topic, including Jacob Fry last week when his mm-hmm. comeback was a lot of what you just said and said. Um, where are the details? Give me the specifics. How is this going to play out? And then folks on the other side, Pat, will say, you know, I've heard so many times, year after year, decade after decade, we're going to make these reforms within the system, and we're going to add this and that. A lot of talk this year about mental health mm-hmm. uh, uh, people available and other changes, greater uh, accountability. But then the folks who want this uh, charter change say, but it never really happens. What do you say to those folks who've said enough is enough? I've heard about the subtle changes. They're not happening. Until we make a major overhaul, nothing is going to dramatically change in our city. I I think that, um, you know, that frustration is understandable, and we share it as a board. Um, what I want to point out is that under this system, what the advocates themselves have said is that we are not going to eliminate the need for police. They've acknowledged that. Um, where the same contract will still be in effect and the same chief will still be there. So I ask you what exactly will have changed except that they will have repealed the um, effective uh, minimums required um, in the charter, which is frankly below, you know, where most cities are at already. So it's not really, you know, it's not really that effective as a, um, as a floor. And, uh, um, 
and they give uh, most of the power to the council. So they take it from the mayor. The one responsibility that the mayor has is over the police, is one area of sole authority, and they give that to 13 um, people plus one. I, I don't see how that is the major overhaul that people are looking for or how that accomplishes the dramatic changes that need to happen. Let's pause right here. I want to go to the federal level, including um, are we actually going to see a deal on the larger infrastructure bill, considering what Nancy Pelosi has been saying and what's going to happen to the former Trump officials who have been subpoenaed? This is our conversation, Playing Politics, with the Star Tribune editorial board, Pat Lopez and John Rash here today. We're back in just moments on CCL. Chris Finch, Wolves head coach, among our guests next hour. Also, another opportunity for you to win Stones tickets. We've had some strong contenders already. Do you have the Stones to win the Stones tickets October 24th, including one of our topics coming up since Mick Everywhere Goes Now sends out a photo. Where should Mick Jagger hang out? When it comes to town, John Rash, Pat Lopez with us with the Star Tribune editorial board. Here's a quote from Nancy Lopez a couple days ago, John. Very disappointed the level of spending will be less than $3.5 trillion, talking about the reconciliation bill. We're still talking about a couple trillion dollars, but it's much less. She seems to be more realistic about where they can find a number to bring cinema and mansion into the group. But are the progressives who feel like that they came down earlier. Well, Bernie says they came down from $10 trillion. Bernie then says they came down from $6 trillion. Are they in agreement? Are we really any closer to deal within the Democratic Party itself? Yeah. I think every day that goes... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Patricia. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, John. I think every day that goes by, seeing the declining poll ratings of President Biden... Congressional allies realize that they're leaving them hanging out to dry. They've got to deliver something. Many of them are rightfully concerned over Republican takeover of the House and maybe the Senate in the midterms. And so they realize also that, in particular, the infrastructure bill is quite popular with the American public on a bipartisan basis. And failure to deliver on that would probably seal their fate in the upcoming election. So I think they're going to come around get that done somehow, and as Speaker Pelosi, who is, if nothing else, a very good counter of votes, recognizes they're going to have to trim back the other portion of the package they want to get through Congress. Pat? Um, Well, I think, um, as John pointed out, um, Biden, Biden is not doing that well, and Democrats have a chance here to solidify a couple of serious victories. One is the infrastructure bill. The other is a lot of good things that are in the reconciliation bill. It's not going to do everything, even at $3.5 trillion, um, that the progressives want, and certainly not at $2, $2 trillion. But you have to have a number, that, and there is some bipartisan support for elements of that reconciliation bill if they can just trim the number back a little bit. My My concern is that, you know, at some point they will have um, you know, denigrated it so thoroughly that even a victory will feel like something of a loss. And that's, you know, that would be unfortunate because these would represent serious gains for a lot of working and middle class and lower income people. I understand that, Pat. I still think if you get $2 trillion, an example, 
uh, which is a staggered amount, and all of a sudden you get a package of $3.2 trillion. It's not everything you wanted, but you just have to acknowledge the narrow, narrow margins you have. You've got just a few exactly. seats of a margin yeah. in the House, and you, you, you don't have a margin at all in the Senate. And Cinema and Manchin win races in their states as Democrats because they're centrists. If they reflected the that's views right. of the progressives, they'd get crushed. Yeah, but I, I think that's very true. And, um, you know, what progressives also have to recognize is that there's only so far um, you can push the country because if they wanted more progressives, they would have elected some and yes. they would have sent bigger margins Correct. to the House and the Senate and they wouldn't have this 100%. problem. hundred percent. OK, we got about three minutes left here to both you guys. We'll start with you, Pat. Um, the committee. The January 6th committee has put out the subpoenas, Mark Meadows, Steve Bann, and others, another subpoena going out today. So far at the direction of the former president, uh, they're not responding. We've seen the other Democrats before who've who've been subpoenaed uh, when the Republicans ran the House. Where is this Mm going to go? Are they going to punish them in some way, or is it going to be a lot of talk, and in the end they don't step up, they don't testify, and we still get um, a final report, but it's without those individuals appearing. Well, uh, you know, they've been issued a subpoena, so there shouldn't be any such thing as them not appearing. And I, my own pet peeve is having the media describe this as someone or another defying a subpoena. They're breaking the law. Um, you know, you are compelled to cooperate when once you're subpoenaed by Congress. And I think there should be some consequence. Because otherwise, we are going to see more and more and more of this where, um, you know, nobody's going to be obliged to uh, to cooperate. And I, I don't think that this is entirely on the Democrats. The Republicans have some responsibility to make sure those people, um, you know, cooperate as well. I want that to happen, John. I just know there's a pattern when we've had other prominent Democrats are subpoenaed and then they didn't appear before. This was a horrific day. I want to hear precisely mm-hmm. what happened in the White House. There's no defense of that, but I think if you look back when other prominent Democrats didn't appear, there is some level of inconsistency. This, well, this was a day unlike any other, though. And, and indeed, I think Democrats are really going to try everything within the power of law to enforce these subpoenas. As Patricia rightly points out, it is breaking the law. And I think we saw a little bit of a clue in the Democratic response when President Biden waived the executive privilege that former President Trump was trying to deploy in terms of documents surrounding January 6th. And President Biden, in a move that surprised some, said, no, those cannot be under executive privilege. So if the top of the Democratic Party is willing to uh, make that kind of a move against the former president of the United States, certainly someone like Steve Bannon is probably going to be pushed to answer a subpoena. I got to go. Excellent stuff as always. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Patricia Lopez and John Rash from the Star Tribune. We go with playing politics every Wednesday right around this time.